Welcome back to the 49ers You've Got Mail podcast where we preview the 49ers upcoming matchup and answer your fan submitted questions. I'm your host, Lindsay Polaris, and I'm so excited to welcome in Drake Jackson, our guest for the season premiere. Drake, thanks for stopping by. No problem. Thanks for having me. Let's get right into where we are at the season. Your team is now 1-0 after a resounding victory mm. over the Pittsburgh Steelers, a near shutout for the defense. Now we go to Rams week. What intensifies this matchup for you? I would say that it's probably just because they're the Rams. You know, I heard that there was a little rivalry going on between us two, so uh, just to get out there and go handle them, I like it. In this first meeting with the Rams, you're going to have the old reliables, Aaron Donald, Matt Stafford. The thing that's less sorted out on the Rams' offense is their running game. You had Cam Akers and Kyron Williams split time in the opener. What's jumped off the page about each of them? Uh, they're both good backs. You know, um, I would say if we're out of our assignments or alignments, you know, they can gash us and hit us in where we don't want them to. But, you know, uh, honestly, if we do our job, you know, we should we should stop the run. One other part of the Rams offense that got revamped this year is that offensive line. You've mm -hmm. got new faces, player shifting positions. How can the 49ers D-line take advantage of that, especially when you've got a Nick Bosa at 100% now? Oh, we're just going to play our game. You know, um, yeah, we just play our game. We don't really think about too much of the old linemen that we're going against because we thrash. So, really, they got to stop us. That's how we feel. So, you're also going to be facing an elite arm with Matt Stafford. Right. What threat does he pose to the 49ers defense? <sighs> a lot of threats you know if we don't get to him he can dice us up you know he's a great quarterback great arm um can really you know move around in the pocket like no one no one uh really talks about that how he can move but he can sneakily move so you know um really we just got to get up get on him um quickly and you know smother him you did a fair amount of smothering in game one Tried. a career high three sacks yes ma'am what changed for you from year one to year two that allowed you to have that production in the first opener? Uh, the first thing I would say is probably my body. You know, uh, this offseason, me and DP or Dustin Perry, uh, we got into the weight room and we were hitting it really hard, you know, five days a week, you know, just working on my body, just the ins and outs, uh, just the way I can move and, you know, just keep my little knickknacks little and not, you know, letting them expand and get into bigger injuries and things of that sort. And then the second thing I would say is my mental. Um, just to know that I belong in the league, you know, that's like one of the big things that I feel like a lot of rookies and or whoever comes into the league, uh, that's what they go through is, you know, not, not feeling as they belong. And, you know, um, just going through the season, you know, talking to the guys and, you know, just building – and seeing, being able to see what I've seen throughout the first season, it just helped me uh, kind of process. And you mentioned really training the physical aspect of your game and building on that muscle. 13 pounds added right over the off season. How do you balance putting on all that muscle and not losing that flexibility and that athleticism that really are your trademarks? I would say we just uh, we have a good staff for that. You know, um, we had a, a great plan and and in play so you know I just stuck to it and, you know kept my head down and just kept working and knowing that you know God willingly when when time comes 
I do what I can do. When you've got that momentum heading into week two, mm. how are you feeling headed to Rams week? I feel great. But, you know, um, after a performance like that, you know, everybody can do it once. But, you know, how consistent can you be with being on the field and and going to get it, get it again? So, you know, really it, it's like it's pressure, but it isn't. You know, uh, pressure from, you know, to keep on going and – it isn't because you know it's a, it's another day, it's another game, it's another opportunity to to go do it. So, you said you trained that mental longe longevity over the off season. How can that help you right now when you're feeling that pressure to go out and perform and repeat again in week two? Just knowing that it's another game uh, and like it's another opportunity that I get to um, that some people all over the world are wishing they can do. So, you know, I just kind of look at it from that standpoint. And yeah, I just get another opportunity to go ball. So I'm just gonna go out there, you know, not think too much and go play. A lot of your focus obviously on Matt Stafford, but I did want to ask you a question about your own quarterback, mm. Brock Purdy. Mm. One of the Dog. best things about him, he can go off script, exit the pocket, keep the play alive. Dog. Being able to go up against him in practice all off season, how would you rate his elusiveness? Now for us, as a D-line, you know, we're always going to get there. But um, I say his elusiveness is, is pretty eye-catching. You know, no one really talks about it, you know, but until it happens. But, you know, he can move just like I would say not like Matthew Stafford in his own way, but Brock Purdy can move sneakily. Like no one knows no one knows that he can really get out there like that and do that with his feet. So I, hopefully they keep sleeping on it so he can keep on moving with his feet. That would be great. He's never had to contend with Aaron Donald or that L.A. pass rush. How's that elusiveness going to come in handy in week two? We'll see. We're definitely going to see because I, we have a great old line. So not saying Aaron Donald's not going to do what he does, but I like our old line against him. Um, I know they did a, a good job against him um, last year. So I just hope they go out and battle, and hopefully he doesn't have to use his feet, but I know he can. So if he needs to, I know he'll make the right moves. You talked a lot about your personal opportunity. This team has the opportunity to get off to a fast start, something they haven't been able to do the past couple seasons. What did two wins on the road do for a team's momentum? Oh, it just keeps going. We're going to keep going off of, off of anything, you know. So really getting that dub, it was just a boost you know, for us. So historically, SoFi has been very kind to the 49ers. Early projections have about 64% of seats going to the faithful. How does that type of crowd affect the on the field play? Oh, we love it. It's just like we're at home. Just like we're at home. Um, I don't really, I don't really see too much of other fans even when we're at their place either. So, uh, I love it. I love to hear and see our fans all over the other people's uh, stadiums just to know that we could take over and people are buying tickets like that and, you know, flying out and doing the most just to see us. Oh, it's great. It's did, great. Did you see that intensify at all at SoFi Stadium specifically compared to other away stadiums? I say we always come out and we always going to have a stadium rocking. This is only your second year in the league. Mm. So you've only had one opportunity to play at SoFi Stadium. Do you have a favorite play from that Week 8 game? Mm. 
Was that the game CMC had first show? That oh, was, that was the CMC. The game. whole CMC sh- breakout. I, I love that. Man, that was that was a great game to watch just for him. You know, coming out and from a different team, first game and and leaving it leaving it the way he did. Oh, it was great. It was, it was lovely to watch. And from from somebody who kind of grew up watching uh, Christian McCaffrey and for him to get on our team and do what he does. Oh, it's lovely. How does going up against someone like CMC in practice day in and day out sharpen your skills? For him being one of the best backs in the league, we get the best looks. You know, um, that's that. <laughs> you know, we, we got one of the best backs. We get to go against one of the best backs. So not a lot of people are like him. So uh, I would say it, it definitely helps us, you know, speed-wise too. All right, iron sharpens iron. Okay, so this is the fun part, and I know we did this last year as well. So we've got some fan-submitted questions for you. Which I got for me, which I got for me. Okay, so JC from Sacramento, you're a SoCal native. Mm -hmm. Top three restaurants for a post-game meal as you're leaving SoFi Stadium. Mm. The first one is just easy. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. That's easy. Uh... Might think about this one. I ain't got I ain't got three like right off the dome. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Um, All right. So what about a dessert place? We'll go. We'll go a meal place? and a dessert place. Yeah. Dang dessert place. Okay. I don't. I don't know if Dirt Dog is open after our games, <laughs> but if it's an early game and you could get to Dirt Dog. Yes. Go get Dirt Dog. I that's that's one of my favorite. In, that's yeah. one of my favorite spots. I ain't gonna lie. I like that place a lot. The one right by USC. I'm yeah, assuming. the one right by USC. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I, I like that one. a lot. <laughs> um, dessert. Ooh. Are you a sprinkles guy? That's. I feel like that's a big LA thing. You know, I. I'm just a. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a brownies type of person. So. Okay. You know, I make just homemade. Make some, yeah, homemade brownies. Homemade brownies. At brownies. Home. Okay. But we used to have this place at SC. It's called Afters. We have or that in Long Af- Beach too. <laughs> it was it was like Afters, I should say. It's called okay. like Big Bear, Baked Bear, something like that. Okay. But uh, really? You, you've heard of Baked Bear? <laughs> fire, bro, fire. Uh, but Baked Bear, they have like these cookie sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fire. I went to UCLA, so we had Diddy Reese, but mm, same vibes, same, same, same vibes, type of same thing. vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Force down. Sorry. <laughs> Eddie from Highland, California wants to know, what is your favorite big screen movie? My favorite big screen movie probably would be Remember the Titans, even though I wasn't born at the time it came out. It was good to me. It's one of my favorite movies. Go watch it. Go check it out. Who doesn't love Denzel Washington? And for everybody that didn't get to see this wonderful off-camera moment, I don't know that you were alive when it came out, so we yeah. had to get a fact check yeah, on that. Yeah, had to get a fact check. <laughs> I didn't know if it was in theaters or not. (laughs) All right. Mary from Los Gatos. How did you discover that you wanted to become a defensive lineman or did you fall into the position? I fell into it for sure. Uh, I definitely wanted to be one of the, one of the guys who, who scored the ball. So in youth league, I played both ways, but you know, my dad was a D lineman. So I just, you know, it kind of fell right to me. You know, um, he knows what to teach. He knows how to teach a D lineman, how to be great. So ever since I was a kid, I was always a D lineman. Did, did that right make Pop it. Warner games and stuff more intense for you, just having a dad that played the position? Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, it made it way more intense because he was my coach. 
uh, all through high school. He found a way on every one of my teams to be my coach. So I always had my dad right by my side coaching me. So That's awesome. But, it, but yeah, it's always – people think it's, it's good. Nah, it, he's my number one critic. But also probably a good thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, because he knows what makes me tick. You know, he knows mm-hmm. what uh, – he knows how to, you know, make me go. Did you miss him that first year at SC then? Uh, no, nah, he was on the sideline, and I could hear him. <laughs> okay. He has a he has a special <laughs> he has a special whistle, and it, as soon as he does it, I can you know turn and you know try to find him and see where he's at. But you know now he's kind of let the game come to me as it is, so he's not he hasn't helped me since. So or not 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 help me, but he hasn't you know he hasn't been on coached the you, yeah. Trying so to coach me. the whistle does not come out for the NFL games. Oh yeah, it does. oh it does. Oh it does. Yeah. You'll have to show us that. That's really cool. Love that. Okay, Abner from Salinas. How do you calm down your pregame jitters, if you have any? Breathe. That's that's really. I mean, we have a great breathing coach in there too. So mm-hmm. he teaches us, you know, when when things are getting. Um, Things are kind of getting crazy, uh, just kind of breathe. Is that something you started at your pro career, or is that something that you also did at SC? I say I, that's where I started here. Um, at SC, I, I don't, I don't even think I, you know, realized I had jitters or any of that sort. It was, it was kind of something else, you know. I turned in, I say before games, I turn into something else, a different person. So, really, the jitters are for the regular guy. <laughs> when I turn into the other that. guy, I don't really, you know, everything is um, everything is taken care of. You know, I just let the Lord handle it. I love that. Mm. Last question, Jessica from New Jersey. What is your go-to cheat meal? So we kind of already covered this, but I'll let you answer. A cheat meal? Man, we could go any, we can go anywhere with this. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start at In-N-Out, though. In-N-Out is a great place to go. Um, yeah, I say in and out. In and out, what's the order? I'm gonna get a double double animal style with animal style fries. That's a really conservative a order. I, I might s- get two burgers. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to, you know, I, I can't let everybody know what I'll be doing. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, all right. You do chopped chilies, nothing? No? Oh, yeah, I get a little. Um, okay. I thought they were called pepperoncinis or something like yeah, that. Pepper-chinis? Yeah, pepperoncinis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I get those on there. Um, they used to have. I want to say they used to have jalapenos. Maybe. Maybe. I guess I just said it was conservative because if you've seen Eric Armstead's yeah, I've seen that. Food I've seen videos, that. Yeah. But Eric's you're both good. D-line Eric's humongous. So, you know, <laughs> Eric's got to feed that, uh, that big body of his. All right. That was the last of our fan-submitted questions. Thank you so much for your time, Thanks Drake. Thanks for having me. And remember, to be featured on our next episode, go to 49ers.com slash mailbag, submit your questions, and make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.